We are here this evening to celebrate the women on whose shoulders we stand. It really is a revolution. The women are not waiting for permission to do their work. And to be a voice for the women that don't have a voice. And an arc of history. No one can stop us. We will speak up for our rights and we will bring change through our voice. Our words can change the whole world because we are all together. The time for rhetoric is over. The time for pretending we don't know what is going on is over. And the time is now for equal rights for women, equal pay for women, and respect for women. in the middle and the pain is under to add it over welcome to the four feminist allow me taking you into the world of feminism what it feels like being a woman in a man's world yeah you heard me right is it a man's world well you'll find out and i'll also be taking you what if feels like being a woman in a woman's world. Didn't tell her when I told you women have their own world. I hope you come with me on this journey. Every weekend, I'm going to be taking you on the exciting, intriguing, and suspense-filled world of bright women all over the world. So stay tuned. My name is Afarfem. They say that if you do not make a choice to take a chance, your life will never change. Hello you, how are you doing? It's good to be back this weekend with another exciting conversation with you. It is the Aforfamist. Have you ever bought something and felt like you made a mistake? The same thing happens when you do same with your life goals. Finding the predictable in the unpredictable is what today's conversation is about. Choices, chances, and change. Do you know that choice is the purest expression of free will? The freedom to choose allows us to shape our lives exactly how we wish, provided we have the wherewithal to do so. What many call wise decision is a carefully thought out process. Not to bore you, I'm going to take a break. And of course, when I do return, I will start this conversation proper. So what is it that you are taxed with making a decision about? I'm going to be answering your question on today's podcast. Keep it locked. It is the Aforfavist. I'll be right back.
chest In your face and the door keeps slamming Now you feel more and more frustrated And you're getting all kind of impatient Some more, 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 some more,
enjoyed the music break I understand that um, for many people they really do not understand how the choices that they make can shape their reality I personally understood early in life that nothing comes easy yes luck and destiny do play a part but nothing works like hard work. Now, your hard work is to figure out what choices to and not make. I know that you've heard the slogan many times that walk smart, but not hard. So many people are divided between what, you know, the choice is, is it a hard work or a smart work? But making a choice is actually a hard work, not a smart work. Because if you can recall the bedrock of management, of all management um, sciences or social sciences is eco economics. And if you were a good student of economics, um, you would have understood um, when um, the subject of opportunity and um, choice and scarcity and demand and supply was taught in school. However, for those of you um, listening to me, so if you're listening to me and you probably have forgotten what that is about, or you're a novice, you have no um, idea of what economics says about choice, I will just give you a brief summary of what that's subject is about. So in economics, we are made to understand that there are numerous opportunities to make a choice. Every human being has the same opportunity to make a choice. The beautiful thing 
about that is that no one can say, oh no, they never had an opportunity to make a choice or, you know, they, 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 they didn't have that chance. Uh, to make a choice about their life. But then there are constraints. Of course, there are situations where people are left with a few choices to make, okay? And while some other people are left with numerous choices to make, you can call them options. So that's where the balance is. So you have some people, yes, they've been provided an opportunity to make a choice in their life, but their choices are limited while others have numerous, you know, opportunities to make a choice. But however, any choice we did not make is an alternative for God. So you're presented with um, different uh, options to make um, a choice from, and you decided to go with one and not go with the other. The one that you left out is, in economics, is called your alternative for God. It is recognizing that that choice you did not make was actually an alternative, but you decided to do away with it, uh, that alternative, and stick to um, <laughs> to what you what you have. Of course, it's popularly called opportunity cost. But then, I don't want to bore you so much about economics because. In as much as um, I try to keep the podcast as um, ex- well explanatory as possible, I also do not want to come in with a lot of jargons whereby you are lost and you pretty much do not uh, understand where I'm coming from. So I'm going to come down a little lower and make it a lot easier. When you want to buy something uh, for yourself, you often think about what you want to buy. That is usually the thing that happens first. And what triggers the thing we want the, the, the thing we want to buy in our thoughts is the need for it or the want for it. So need and want are two different things. Something you need is something that is a necessity of life. It means if you don't have it, you can fall into a felt state of deprivation. So that's why it's called a need. Something that you want is not something that will make you feel less of yourself or slide into a state of of, um, felt deprivation. Because it's a want. It's just that you just want it. You you want to relieve the fantasy of having it. Not that it's a need or it's going to do anything. And there are certain things in life that has been categorized as basic needs. You must have heard it every time in the news that, you know, many countries in Africa live on less than a dollar. People lack the basic needs of life. You don't hear people lack the basic wants of life. <laughs> well, you can say that for the people here in Canada, you know, sometimes they... they, they They've attacked the government for not giving them the opportunity to have the basic wants of life. If there's anything like basic wants of life, because all I know is that we have wants and human wants are insatiable. 
So because we want so many things. Yes, I also want so many things. I want to be able to, you know, ride in a Ferrari at my age. I want to be able to, you know, go to my bank and withdraw $1 million and, you know, distributes to so many people who have need of it but the time is coming for that but what i'm just trying to say is that scholars have recognized that they're just some foundational needs of every woman human um, i beg your pardon um, and these foundational needs are water clothing shelter food sex However, some scholars tend to put water and food together. So instead of saying water and food, they call it food. So everybody needs food. Everyone needs a shelter. Everyone needs clothing. And everyone needs what? Sex. They believe that um, once you have this, you should be satisfied in life, right? Easier said than done. I know somebody's laughing. Yes, because these are just the basic needs of life. Once you're born, you need a roof under your head. Somebody takes you in. You don't have a clothes when you're born. So somebody gives you a cloth to wrap yourself and protect you from the weather or harsh climate. Uh, what else? Uh, you need food. So your mom has to breastfeed you with milk. Uh, as you grow older, you begin to eat more solid foods. And then sex, as you become more mature through life and you start getting involved in relationship when you're ready for it, especially after um, puberty and adulthood from the age of 18, you can get into a relationship knowing fully exactly what you want, who you are and making the right decision because you do not want to have a planned pregnancy or what have you. So the, the reality is that... Um, As simple as I just laid that out, many, many people are still not satisfied. Despite this being the foundational need of every human, um, studies show that human wants are limited. Humans are insatiable. Just if I give, okay, for example, I said in Canada, they have their they have the basic needs of life. Nobody here can go hungry or without a home except they just want to maybe someone is doing drugs and they found themselves on the street everyone is well catered for as far as their basic need is concerned but it will shock you that when you have conversations with some people around like i did with um, one of my neighbors during the pandemic <laughs> the guy is so funny and he says to me that, um, you know, I don't like what the government did. They gave him uh, how many dollars that he, he deserves to earn more. And I felt so upset. Yes, I was upset. So why was I upset? Because I'm coming from a country where no government... I mean, no government cares about your basic needs. It's not part of their agenda. There's nothing like, oh, we need to care for people's basic needs. Now, look at you. Now, here is a man who is a Canadian, 
French Canadian to be precise, and he tells me that it's too small because during the pandemic, um, the Canadian government uh, made it um, possible for every resident to assess, but of course, citizens and residents here to assess at least five hundred dollars Canadian dollars per week. Except you do not want it. Maybe you're okay, but as long as you're in need of it, they made that available to every everyone who needed it. And here is a man who has that privilege. Yeah, as I call it a privilege. And he still complains. He's still not satisfied. So you know what I tell him? I had to educate him. And I said to him, do you know my country? He says, uh, I can't remember. I said, okay, let me school you again. I'm coming from sub-Saharan Africa, Nigeria to be precise, in West Africa. There are almost 200 million people. And over 50% of that population lives on less than a dollar per day. And he looks at me, I said, are you for real? Do you mean Canadian dollar? I said, no, it's US dollar, but it's still nothing to write him about. Less than a dollar per day. And he says, wow, how do they survive? I said, you're asking me, but you're here complaining that your government should have given you more than $500 per week. Per week. Can you hear yourself, Sylvain? Was what I said to him. And then he became remorseful. And he says, yeah, I should be thankful. So you see. So sometimes people are never satisfied. Anyway, I don't want to divert too much because today's topic is kind of loaded and I want to be very quick with this, even though I know that um, it's pretty uh, very long text that I have here, scripts. Okay, for those of you who do not know, I actually make my script before I prepare my podcast. And um, you sure want to listen to the last um, episode of this season two. Season two should end in three weeks time where I'll be teaching you how to make a podcast because a friend of mine actually made that request and I never thought about it, you know, you know, teaching people how to make a podcast. So I'm looking into that um, right now. So you want to stay tuned to my podcast so that you can learn one or two things. But now um, let's move further. Many people in the bid to make a choice um, take risk. You know, sometimes people take risk to do certain things and sometimes people just decide to um, uh, not take a risk. So you have the risk takers and then the risk averters. And I think it is okay to take a risk. So this lady talking to you, a risk taker. I'm not a risk of that. Many people may call it calculated risk, but there's absolutely, um, uh, well, you can call it calculated because I want to say there's absolutely nothing like calculated risk because usually it's a risk. Uh, so when you take it, uh, it's not necessarily calculated. The only thing is that if you do take a risk, do not take a foolish risk. So I think that's where people often say oh, it's calculated risk. So don't take a foolish risk. And of course, there are many risks people take that can be categorized as foolish. So I do not care who you are. 
listening to me or how big you are if you're listening to me. What I do believe is that everybody always has something to learn from life. And this learning doesn't happen in adulthood. Even this learning begins from childhood. You know, when you're a child, your interaction with your parents, with family members, um, events, major events happens in your life. There is always something, you know, to learn. Um, There was a major event because I just um, had a conversation with my father earlier today and we talked about the fact that um, we experienced major, major events, you know, catastrophic actually events because most times we use the word event usually maybe for celebrations but in this case it was a catastrophic um, catastrophic event where you know my 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 father lost his job he couldn't send us to school at some point we needed to help out in the household but me most especially because i've always been you know highly motivated i'm a very self-motivated person i do not need so much um uh incentive you know these days you need to give people incentive to be motivated to perform tasks so i was someone who didn't need so much incentive you know to perform tasks i just had the sense of responsibility and i was just about 14 and from helping out my mom in selling, you know, petty trading to hawking to baking. Yeah, as a teenager, I did all these things because I had to remind my father because I think my father is having selective amnesia because I'm now in Canada. So there's, you know, when it appears that you um, are doing well now because for many people back home in Nigeria moving abroad means oh you're doing great you're doing well you don't have any issues no yes I'm doing great I'm in God's own land Canaan land like I like to call it which is Canada but the reality is that there are still bills to pay there are still things I need to do I need to save you know, to pre- in preparation of my wedding. Um, I'm planning to get married soon. I need to um, do a lot of things. I need to set money aside for my education. I'm pursuing a very high degree, quite ambitious. I'm doing a lot of things and I need to, you know, manage my finances as much as I can. Uh, I actually invested so much money Um for in the last two years without and neglecting my own education so uh, this time around i had to you know call my dad and tell him you know he has to bear with me and you know this sparked a lot of conversation around family and responsibility and financial support and what if you which is really you know the bane of of most relationship you know finances will always or forever be <laughs> one of the you know, um, challenges and relationship, but how you manage it is 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 um is is what matters. So it's it's just for a short while, you know. I said the uneasiness just for a short while. It's not like it's permanent, but I just need you all to understand and bear with me while I'm trying to sort out my um my educational fees, uh, my school fees, and you know, and we had to talk about you know these issues um about the fact that. 
life is about risk and so much uncertainty um, and how that can actually shape one. And why I'm saying this because, you know, going through that in my life as a young girl, I was very young. I was a teenager, you know, when my father ate rock bottom and I had a stay at home mom and I saw that struggle there and then I just made up my mind that I wasn't going to have that life. I knew it. I just had this conviction in me that um, that wouldn't be my life. I wouldn't want to put my kids, if I would have them, through that. It doesn't matter, you know, how I do to sustain myself, but I wouldn't want to go through that uh, in my life. So I need to work harder and working harder and smarter at the same time would mean to make choices and decisions um, that um, will take me to where I am right now. So fast forward into the future. So I have to make a choice between pursuing a career and getting married. All my friends are literally married. I cannot think of any of my friends that is not married. The friend of mine that who is not married, I think she's thinking about that seriously now that I've told her that I'm about to get married. You know, and my partner and I are ready to, you know, do the needful. I'm sure she's also thinking. I think that's my only close friend who is not married, but the rest of my friends are married. And, you know, I had to make a choice between pursuing my dreams because, you know, sometimes people often rope career with their with their dream you know as much as i wanted a career but my dream was i wanted a better life for myself and my spouse if i would have it and my family and i know that traveling would provide me that opportunity and not just traveling to a country like the country i'm coming from which is nigeria but going to a much advanced nation you know to experience you know a different life explore opportunities and see what you know the world holds for me so i tried a couple of times um got admitted to school but um i I wasn't able to raise the money but then i didn't it didn't deter me it didn't deter deter me from focusing on you know my calling and i kept focusing on that but what But there is actually a fine line between choice and decision-making. Because I know many people often wonder, is choice and decision-making the same? Well, while many people may use this interchangeably, but the difference lies in the approach. Choice is our ability to make decisions when presented with two or more options. So the psychology of choice explores why we subconsciously make the decisions we do, what motivates those decisions, and what needs these decisions are meant to satisfy. So now it takes me back to what I said at the beginning, which is needs, 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 needs. So any decision you're making is to satisfy a need, is to meet a need, right? So, but now it's up to you to determine what is most paramount to you. Back to economics, it says that we need to put our needs or wants on a scale of preference. So if you have needs and wants, you put them on a scale of preference. So what is of utmost importance to you should be 
on top while the least importance should be the low right so satisfying a need that is in the lower cater of your scale of preference spectrum doesn't make sense when you have more priority priority needs so i hope i'm making sense so but what we are having is that these days because of pressure a lot of people are under pressure and they do not know how to manage pressure and if you can recall last week um podcast that i made i talked about how to handle pressure especially for people who are going through behavioral modifications that are not doesn't speak to their authenticity so you need to know how to manage pressure so it's not only pressure that makes people take decisions um on needs that are not of utmost importance to them fear of the unknown and many other factors even environmental factors as well uh, come to think of it you live in a society that you know you don't you're not sure how you're going to survive so some people like to have breed children i call it breeding they like to breed children because it's not like they have it they want to have children because for me i think when someone says i want to have children it's because they want to have a child to cater to nurture the child but when you have a child just for breeding because it serves a purpose which happens mostly from where i come from so because the society does not have a plan to cater to the needs of adults so many people rely on having children so that um in the long run they have a child that can cater to them but what has happened over the years and we are seeing it over the decades is that many people have raised children with a hope that those children would be able to satisfy or meet their needs but they end up you know being dependent on their parents so many adults back home still depend on their parents they cannot you know establish full responsibility over their family over their own household it takes a long time for many young people back home to start a family and if those who start family early um they will have to rely on you know their parents in order to survive and this cycle toxic cycle continues uh, so what do you expect because of the pressure the society is on is is a very risky situation is unstable like what happened you know a few hours ago um the nsas protesters went back to like it's okay in a bid to stop the latest state government from reopening the lekki toll gate where peaceful hanhan protesters were open fire at on Tuesday October the 20th 2020 so the government wants to reopen the toll gate and the young youth are saying no until justice is served 
so the dead until the dead get justice and what happened today was that we saw a series of arrests and you know this talks it's been there before if you go back to the history of nigeria this has happened before it's not a new thing it's the fact that um uh it's not a new thing it's a fact that um people tend to have selective amnesia when it comes to the issues of life and people tend not to read in order for you to be ahead of the game is for you to read I always say read. If you have noticed, um, if, you've, if you're not new to my podcast, you've probably listened to, or you probably listened to my podcast in the past, I would like to emphasize reading because I know what reading has done to me. Uh, reading has opened my mind, opened my senses, opened me to op- opportunities and possibilities of the outcomes of life that I would want. So, read that's what i i would always say read um there is no knowledge that is wasted it will come in handy and useful when the time comes so your ability to make a choice is not the same with your ability to decide decisions are carefully made thoughtfully and it's often backed with the knowledge okay so you want to make a decision you have there is a level of knowledge you need, you know, to make a decision. Um, it's also known as a decision-making process. So you can make a choice, but may not have gone through the decision-making process. So usually it follows the steps. You have a need or you have a problem. You want to solve it, right? So you have to identify your limiting factors. You have to develop potential alternative. You have to analyze your alternative, of course. You cannot be roped into just one option. You have to have as many options as possible, meaning alternatives, and then analyze each of them. So people who are making decisions and thinking, oh, it's my, I made a choice. You were just, um, people who were thinking they made a decision, but it was just a choice. Now you understand because it's a very thought out, well thought out process decision making so you have to analyze the alternatives so when you have a b c options you think okay just me, me for example i had many alternative of the people who, who i wanted to get married to i had quite a at least three solid people and i did my own analysis and one of the statistics i used um was um who they are as a person because me i'm given to social service social work um i'm glo- i i am a global citizen i like to travel even may, may not be physically but i like to be in other communities i like to engage with other people from different nationalities that's who i am so there are many yapstick my lifestyle uh my values there are many things uh, you have to look out for with analyzing your alternative especially when it comes to certain life um, goals marriage is a very big life goal so when one when wanting to make a choice of a life partner you really believe it to do it thoroughly and follow the decision-making process. But not everyone can do this. 
So after you analyze the alternative, is to select the best alternative. So once you're selected, then you have to implement the decision. So the implementation is where the Coco is. <laughs> Coco is a Nigerian slang for um, to lay emphasis on a situation. So when I say implementing the decision is where the Coco is, I'm trying to say it is where the it it's, it's where it happens. So this is where the choice happens so when you are implementing your decision that's where it looks like a choice now you've made a choice so but if you recall that the decision making process didn't start from making a choice it started from first identifying the problem then you now implemented the decision so it is when you implement the decision of course your ability to implement and you know pick or select is what is seen as choice then if you want to take it a step further then you have to establish a control and evaluation system to measure that your decision is doing well. So the quality of your choices determines the better your chances or the quality of your outcomes. I'm going to repeat that. The quality of your choices determines the better your chances or the quality of your outcomes. So if you did a poor job, in making a decision, of course, what do you expect? Your chances or the, your outcomes, you know, may not come out great. But if you really took your time, you know, to go through the decision-making process, yeah, and you have a greater chance, you know, of um, having quality outcomes. So that's the beauty you know, about understanding how powerful choice um, can be. What we may call a choice, it is just deeper than it, than, than choice. It's actually the decision-making process of making a choice is what it should be called. And of course, um, people often use different models in order to make a decision, but I'm not going to bore you with that because this is not a management class. By the way, if you are just tuning in, probably somebody says to you, come and listen to what... They are far from Mr. Same. Well, on today's podcast, I want to talk to you about choices, chances, and change. Because it's very much needed in our society today. Our society is fast evolving. Times are uncertain. People are confused. They do not know what to do. They want to make a decision. Well, when, when you're not a prophet, so how do you make a good decision? Is why I'm doing today's podcast. What are chances? Many people often misconstrue chance to mean luck, but they're not the same. Yeah. Chance is a word used for saying that something is likely to happen, but it's not certain. So... After going through a thorough decision-making process in order to make a choice um, about it, about your life goal or whatever need you need to satisfy or want, as the case may be, you know, 
the quality of your decision making process determines you know the quality of your outcome so your chance the the chance that you will have a quality outcome is higher you know when you when when you take your time to make a choice so i'm going to repeat uh, this again chance is a word we use for saying that something is likely to happen but it's not certain but it's likely to happen because many people feel disappointed you know when they make a choice and they they are not happy about the choice there's always that cognitive dissonance that dissonance of oh my god i should have made the other choice i should have taken the other decision but it has happened it's happened because the reality is that that's why the fact that we may be thorough you know about the decisions that we're making it's not certain that we're going to have a quality outcome the only thing that is guaranteed is that taking your time to make a choice can guarantee you a much uh, quality outcome many people out of fear and traditional procedures um to make a choice always affects their chance in life some people don't make a choice they allow other people make the choice for them maybe out of fear or you know traditional you know way methods of doing things and you know they just live by you know what others want them to do or tell them to do and that's very very dis- dis- disturbing if you ask me because no adult except this independent uh person should live like that you should exercise your free will to um to choose in order for you to predict um the outcome that you would like or you would want what are changes if you want to ask me uh, that which you choose is what you become so your becoming is the change and um, in order to become something or become or manifest uh, I like to use that word preferably in order to manifest that which you want okay is to actually make a choice and you can either have a positive or negative change though but in this case I'm not talking of negative changes because um this is about someone who has taken their time to make a choice going through the decision making process puts them in a higher probability to um, to be able to you know manifest that which they desire or they want or want to satisfy so um you may want to ask why change is so important but just before i come to that because i'm still going to round up i'm just going to do a quick recap of what i've said so that um, you're not lost anywhere so another word for chance is probability so probability therefore refers to the likelihood of an event occurring so in our world today where there is violence there is unemployment the crime rates 
are pretty high. There's illness. Of course, there's COVID-19. We have to battle this until we're able to get everyone across the globe vaccinated. So, with all these things happening, life is becoming more and more unpredictable. People are anxious. There is anxiety. There is pressure everywhere. The mental state of people is messed up. I am telling you. And if you're listening to me and you feel like your mental health state is messed up, please feel free to write to me. You can send me an email, hello, type hello at aforfemist.com. I'll be glad to read it. So many people are messed up mentally. And in these times, it's becoming harder and harder, you know, for people to gain access to Medicare because of the workload of COVID, um, because of the workload uh, that the um, healthcare centers and hospitals um, are currently experiencing due to the surge of COVID-19 patients. So making a choice in this time <laughs> is, trust me, it's kind of risky. But people are still making choices. Trust me, people are, are, are making choices, taking chances, of course, businesses are going on and people are taking risk daily because life must go on. Because this is the life that we live in. It's uncertain and we need to move on. We need to go on. But why I'm doing this podcast is that many people are taking decisions now that are not, they are futile. For example, I know that when the coronavirus um, pandemic broke out uh, back home, a few people reached out to me to invest in cryptocurrency. Yes, it looked uh, very lucrative and catchy, but for some reason I thought, no, I'm not going to invest my money in that because these are times that are unpredictable and you do not want to invest huge sums of money into um, a business that hasn't gained so much traction even though there's so much um, profit in it but it hasn't gained so much traction and lo and behold it was banned in Nigeria you know all accounts cryptocurrency accounts um, were banned in Nigeria last week so I made a good choice you know not to invest my money in that and invested on something better which is what I love doing. So all, all my monies that I saved between 2019 and 2020, I invested it in, you know, advancing my media goals, which is to create a digital website for correspondence, to create a podcast where I can entertain you and empower you with information and also um, to um, invest in equipment. Because you need good equipment, you know, to be able to um, produce, edit, write, and do all the media jargons that we do. <laughs> I'm going to take a break. I've been talking for over 40 minutes. And when I do return, 
I'm going to wrap this up. You don't want to go anywhere. So keep a look. It is the Unfortunate. I'll be right back. Hey guys, my name is Naledi and I'm all the way from South Africa. Right now, you're tuned onto the best show in town with my girl FOFER. Stay tuned, don't you touch that dial. The new. We are here this evening to celebrate the women on whose shoulders we stand. It really is a revolution. The women are not waiting for permission to do their work. And to be a voice for the women that don't have a voice. And an arc of history. No one can stop us. We will speak up for our rights and we will bring change to our voice. Our words can change the whole world because we are all together. The time for rhetoric is over. The time for pretending we don't know what is going on is over. And the time is now for equal rights for women, equal pay for women, and respect for women. Stuck in the middle, and the pain is under. So I had to get over. Welcome to the four feminist. I'll be taking you into the world of feminism. What it feels like being a woman in a man's world. Yeah, you heard me right. Is it a man's world? Well, you'll find out. And I'll also be taking you what it feels like being a woman in a woman's world. Didn't tell her when I told you women have their own world. I hope you come with me on this journey every weekend. I'm going to be taking you on the exciting, intriguing, and suspense-filled world of bright women all over the world. So stay tuned. My name is Afarfa. The New. I hope you enjoy the music break. So I'm just going to call it raps. If you are just tuning in, probably somebody asked you to listen up. It is the Afor Feminist. This is where I entertain and empower women with information. I've been talking about choices, chances, and change. So just before I took the break, uh, I said when I return, I'm going to tell you why change is so important change is important because that's what life is about if you are not changing <laughs> it means you're stunted no growth so long as you embrace change you will find that your situation does not have to last forever and you will progress onto something bigger and better. But if you reject change, which sadly, some people do, mm -hmm. it's not the way we do it. It's not the way we do it. Uh, we have to do it this way. You know, if we don't do it this way, we are going to not follow the tried and true way of doing things. So in your rejecting change, if you reject change, 
experiences and opportunities in your career are likely to pass you by. And this is why I call it a wrap because many people often think, oh, the traditional way will work out because other people are doing it. So it is accurate. It's correct. But that does not give you a chance in life, a higher outcome, a much more favorable outcome. Because if you don't try another road, if you don't create another path, so how are we going to know, you know, that you, 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 you can really, you, you, you are becoming. Um, and I think one of the things that make humans, make you and I, is the fact that we have the power to, we have the power to choose. And in choosing, you know, we have the power to um, make those thorough choices in order for us to have a more favorable or more quality outcomes when it comes to our lives. So what I would just say to you is that you shouldn't reject change because many times uh, that that's where your um, it's in our uneasiness that we it is the is the path where we may hit you know the black gold those things that and uh, those experiences you know and opportunities that you know they may not really look traditional to you they may not be the conventional yes that was the word i've been looking for <laughs> they may not be the conventional way that you are used to but that may be where your opportunity lies i'll say it again so do not let these opportunities pass you by just because you are rejecting change many women do it a lot many women out there listening to me you know you're rejecting change you're feeling like oh no i don't want to be left out i need to do it this way because um toy toy is doing it this way maltida is doing it this way bala is doing it this way ogechi is doing it this way um amaka is doing it this way i need to do it that way so you reject change and you deprive yourself of the opportunity to etch your name in gold. Many people often wonder what is the correlation between choices, chances, and change. Well, I think even the Bible sums it up when Master Jesus himself in the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 to 14 said, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. If choices were easy, then everyone would be at the top of the pyramid. I'm just going to leave you with this words. 
before I go. You got to love the struggle just as much as you love the reward. So many people want the peak but hate the climbing. You want the success but do not want the struggle. See? That is the problem. People want to grow but do not want to go through the growing pains. I hope you learned one or two things from this podcast this weekend. By the time this podcast is published, it should be Valentine's Day. And this is my Valentine's Day to you. My Valentine's Day gifts to you. Because it was made with love, created with love, and distributed with love. Have a happy Valentine's Day. My name is Aforfe. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. They found love one summer. A little too wild for each other. Shiny till it wasn't. Feels good till it doesn't. It was the first real lover His dude till he had another Oh girl, but she found out Trust levels went way down Of course she was sad, but now she's glad She dodged a bullet mm-hmm. Took a few years to soak up the tears But look at her now Watch her go Look at her now Watch her go
it's my affair Yeah, I don't know why My mama worries when I'm out all night She thinks I'm nine, uh-uh I try to fight against it Shut out what all my friends said Can't get you out of my head Oh, 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 oh. I keep letting you in Though I know it's not a good thing
Surrender. 